update at noon, midday to 1 p.m. For the latest, our reporter Sasha Naidu is in Durban. So let's find out more. Sasha, good afternoon. Uh, please, firstly, where exactly are you and how are the mop-up operations going in that location? Hi, good evening. So currently, as we speak, uh, we are in the Chatswood area, which is south of Durban. And uh, there are quite a lot of uh, mop-up operations actually underway as we speak because we do know that there was quite a lot of infrastructure issues uh, in the area where many banks, houses, uh, you know, as well as cars were swept away uh, due to the flood. So now as we speak, you know, people are just trying to pick up the pieces and uh, trying to, you know, recover what uh, they have lost due to the floods. And a bit earlier on, we made our way through the township of Amlazi. We also went to Isapingo. And, uh, you know, it is quite uh, a devastating sight uh, to see because quite a lot of areas have been hit extremely hard. Uh, and on top of that, we are seeing a number of places actually having been looted uh, in a, a number of areas around the, around the Durban uh, city. Let's talk about the looting uh, session because everybody was concerned about the floods, the damage uh, that it has caused. And then, of course, to be fair, we already saw early in the week while the waters were still high, uh, people breaking into some of those containers that have been floating about. Uh, but talk to us about the looting that took place in Umlazi last night. Yes, yeah, so Sakina, as we know, since these uh, heavy rains started off on uh, uh, Tuesday, we did see a lot of areas, especially Amlazi, um, seeing you know uh, electricity cuts, uh, seeing water cuts in the areas. So today we visited uh, Amlazi uh, uh, J section where there is a boxer as well as a shoprite usage, and those stores were completely looted from around 10 o'clock last night into the early hours of this morning. And speaking to community leaders in the area, they said that frustration is actually what led, uh, you know, some disgruntled residents to go out to loot because uh, they didn't have water, they didn't have electricity for uh, a few days, so they didn't really know so what to do. So, you know, frustration uh, kicked in and they went out and eventually ended up looting. So once we got there, mop-up operations were underway where staff were cleaning up the stores. They were actually using shovels and spades, you know, to pick up the debris uh, in the stores because of uh, the extent of the damages inside uh, those two stores. We then moved to uh, the uh, old airport precinct where there is a Maersk container depot. And that entire container depot was also, uh, you know, looted. There are quite a number of other businesses in that area and they were also affected. So in and around the Durban area, there have been quite a number of places that have been affected by looting. And then, uh, Session, uh, also, what are the officials saying at this point? Because we understand that uh, the death toll has risen, it is uh, continuously rising. Uh, in terms of where we are at at the moment, we know overnight they told us 306. Has there been any further update? Well, at this stage, there hasn't been any further update in terms of the death toll. However, disaster management teams are currently still on the ground in the mainly affected areas in and around Durban, as well as other parts of KwaZulu-Natal. We are expecting later today to get an update from the provincial government as to what exactly is the state uh, you know, of the province. We do know that it is going to be uh, into the billions of rands, the extent of uh, damages that has been caused. 
And it is, isn't going to be, uh, you know, any time soon that uh, the provincial government, as well as uh, companies, big businesses, as well as the community at large, you know, uh, pick up the pieces because the extent of the damage across KZN has been so large. We spoke to quite a number of people uh, earlier today who said that in 2019, there was a similar incident that took place in KwaZulu-Natal. We saw floods around a majority of the area. However, it, they say it was not anywhere close to the scale of the damage that has been done today. So uh, I think that, you know, people are going to be uh, taking quite a lot of time to actually pick up the pieces following this devastating floods. Mm. And Sashin, you know, um, we spoke to Gift of the Givers uh, founder, Dr. Imjia Suleiman, yesterday, and he actually made the point of the irony of the floods and water everywhere, and yet people don't have water to drink. How's that situation playing out today? Yes, that is correct. Well, a majority of uh, the areas in the south of Durban, including Chatsworth, and the Shellcross area currently without water. Now, as we speak, we are in Shellcross, and a number of houses are actually, or a number of people are complaining about not having water from yesterday morning. So we are seeing people actually going out with buckets, waiting for uh, tankers, water tankers to come through and, uh, you know, give people water because, for instance, of cooking, for bathing, for uh, ablution facilities, they don't have anything at the stage. So as we know now, it isn't clear when exactly this problem will be resolved because we know, especially in the Shellcross area, a water reservoir, all the pipes around it that are actually feeding water, uh, you know, into uh, the specific areas, they... It's all been destroyed by the flood. All, all of those uh, pipes have been swept away. So at this stage, it does look like um, the Shellcross, Greater Chatswood area will be without water for quite a number of days. And just a final one um, with regard to the mop-up operations um, uh, session. So we saw earlier taxi drivers saying they were trying to clear the road uh, for obvious reasons because this obviously would have affected their business. Uh, but in terms of everybody who's affected coming together, I'm talking about government, uh, the various spheres of government, as well as uh, the local uh, uh, communities coming together to clear up. Are we seeing a lot of that? Are there still roads at this point, um, major arteries that you know of that are still impassable? Yes, there are quite a number of uh, main roads leading, especially towards the freeways, the M2 freeway, the M4 freeway, um, which is currently inaccessible. Uh, it took us from uh, the central Durban area to get to chat, so it took us about an hour and a half. So, you know, as we stand, it is uh, quite a lot of uh, roads that are closed at this stage, and people are actually forced to use inner roads and so on, leading to traffic back backlogs into residential areas. However, there are quite a number of uh, humanitarian organizations as well as community groups who are out trying to open up certain roads, uh, you know, for motors to pass through. However, in certain areas where the flood damage was extensive, uh, many roads have been completely destroyed. So uh, a lot of motorists are having to, you know, uh, detour off their normal routes uh, to try and find alternative routes to work or to wherever their destination is. Sashin, we'll leave you to it. Thanks so much for the update. And that was our reporter, Sashin Naidu, who is out in Durban in um, uh, 
chats with at the moment, but uh, the team was out in Umlazi at J section earlier today. And that was, of course, the scene of some looting last night of at least two stores and some containers from a nearby a container terminal. Meanwhile, KZN Basic Education Minister Angie Motsecha has dispatched a team of senior managers to support the KwaZulu Natal Education Department to conduct an assessment of the damage caused by the recent floods. Over 300 people have so far lost their lives, if you just heard, confirmed there by session. And of these, the department says that it has lost 18 learners and one educator. Now, over 240 schools are reported to have suffered damage. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m.